Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I'm LaDerek Riel. I'm Aaliyah. And it's been a fucking year. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like for real. Like, throw the whole year. I honestly, no, don't throw the whole year out. This has been an amazing year. It has. But it's been real ghetto. We're going to start with the wine that we're drinking tonight because this is where the ghetto got to stop. Like, <laughs> we over here trying new things. So, what are we drinking, Ladarius? We are drinking the Velvet Devil and Saint Chateau Michel. Uh, what is this? Savignon Blanc. Yes. Oh, look at me. We we okay. We're international. I wasn't but, uh, gonna butcher it, so that's why I didn't. Listen, <laughs> the Velvet Devil came straight from hell. Literally. I don't care what nobody say. Like, who made? First of all, Washington. I should have known right there. Washington State. Nobody drink no wine up there. What's the alcohol percentage? It's like oh, it's oh, it's thirteen point five, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Let me stop playing with them folks, okay? Because clearly, it's I'm the problem. But yes, you guys, it has been a year since you last heard our voices on your, well, whatever streaming service. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, we just thank you for finding us. Yes, and I know the last time we talked, we said this was a see you later. It was never a goodbye. Um, You know, we've done different stuff in between. Uh, Leah has her YouTube. Oh, man, I, I turned my YouTube down, though. So, like, okay, let's talk about why we left before we get into <laughs> what we got going on. Nobody started no, like, well, LaDerek did have his podcast. And I he did. Still, All right now, friend. Listen. But that's not what. <laughs> no. short-lived. I was tired of I was talking about to, to say. I was about to say that neither one of us, like, we didn't. Okay, so it wasn't, like, a breakup. Okay, so let's start no, here. It was, not. it was just, I was feeling self-conscious about like what I was saying, like how I sounded. I hated my voice. And I really was just thinking about how other people were going to perceive what I had to say so much to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm being too much. I'm being too real. I'm being too, I'm being too much of me. And I was worried about how other people were going to perceive it. And I realized, you know what? Fuck them other people because listen, I love Jesus. And then sometimes, you know, I might shake my ass. So, you know, it's balanced. That part. And I'm I feel 100% comfortable with who I am and who I'm coming into. So like, let's do it. We back. It was my fault, guys. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but life updates. Um. Yes, let's talk about it. Okay, so I got a boyfriend or whatever. I don't know if I ever told y'all about him. I'm not gonna tell y'all his name. Um, but he is from the interesting state of Florida where people eat each other's faces off. But Wait you know, they don't do bath sauce no more, do they? They don't do what? Bath sauce. Oh, they still do the bath sauce. Oh. I think they still do all of the, the <laughs> but he don't do those things. He's a great, um, upstanding uh, taxpayer. And uh, what else I got going on? I had a YouTube channel that was doing numbers. I had got uh, monetized and everything. Then I tore it down because I was feeling self-conscious about myself. So we back up and running. But a hating ass bitch took down my Instagram. I don't know who it was, but I think it's the hating ass bitch. Um, I'm not gonna say her name. I'm not giving her no credit. But my page, my Instagram page got disabled and they said that I was pretending to be myself. So, you know, we working on that. If somebody know a plug in Instagram, call us. Ooh, let's talk about life updates with me. Um, I don't, well, yeah. The last time we talked, it was in November of 2021. So since November. Really? Yes, it's been a it's year? Been a, it's been a full 365. Oh wow, y'all have careers good, you know, like my spirit <laughs> is good, therapy's good. Okay, I'm done. 
So with me, oh child, I'm gonna let y'all in my business. I'm gonna be more Ooh. transparent this podcast season. Um, so I got divorced. Mm. I moved into my apartment and Yay. by myself for the very first time because I've always lived with somebody. Um, what else? Uh, career is going great. I'm at a great school. Yes. He just got into a new program I at did, West Georgia. I did. So I'm in my education. Well, I haven't started. I'm still in my specialist program. Um, I graduate in May. Period. And then immediately after yeah. that. <laughs> Next day, no summer Literally, break. Oh, no, you no taking a summer, summer break. break. Or no, no? Not this year. Okay, so no summer um, break. I'll be in my educational leadership program. So if you know me Woo-hoo! in your personal life outside of this podcast, I mean, might be your children's assistant principal one day. Period. <laughs> Will be. Speaking into existence. <laughs> so okay. That's going on. Um. I did have my little Beyonce moment and separated from the group for a little bit and created my own podcast. He did. It was uh, good, too. I tuned in, I got y'all. tired of talking to myself, y'all. Y'all know I need listen, my co-host. Listen, he did. Uh, he was doing so good, though. But it was called All Right Now, Friend. I'm going to still say that from time to time because I feel like that's my phrase. It is. The phrase that pays. Um, what else is going on with me? I feel like if it come up, I'll tell y'all. Hey, well, then that's good. Like, in what ways do you feel like you've made some, like, positive changes this year? Like, what are you taking? Not even that. Let me not skip ahead because, of course, we'll have some more podcasts between now and the end of the year. Yeah. But just from where you were. A year ago. Yeah, from right now. Like, what positives so, from November have? 2021 to November 2022, I will definitely say I've come into my own person. Like, I know who I am again as a person. I know my non-negotiables as it pertains to like what I want to do with and what I don't want to do with. And not necessarily relationship-wise, just life-wise. Mm-hmm. It'll be certain situations that may arise and I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'm not dealing with it. I'm going about my day. Um, it may not be such a great thing. Uh, but I've become very nonchalant to a lot of stuff. And if you know me... What do you mean by nonchalant? Because, like, some people say nonchalant and they don't respond to stuff. Some people say nonchalant and they just let stuff roll off their sleeves. Some people, they say nonchalant and they're assholes. So, like, what do you mean? I pick and choose the things that I want to deal with. As you should. So, like, someone can say some shit that's going to get them. I know what have gotten on my nerves before. I just be like, you know what? It is what it is. Let me go mm. about my day. Like... I forgot the actual calculation of the seconds that we have in a day. So, and it was something. <laughs> and I seen it on ah! <laughs> And they were talking about how, like, you know, don't let these 10 seconds ruin the rest of your day. And so that's been my motto. So, like, I don't let a little inconvenience ruin the rest of my day. So I definitely have grown in that area. Um, I have... Strengthen my relationship with God. I would definitely say that. It's 86,400 seconds in a day. Period. And I'm not feeling that you bum hoes and y'all 10 seconds of misery bring me down. Amen. Fuck you and your mama. Okay, hold on. I didn't know I was amen in that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming in. It was just me. <laughs> ah! Okay. And 
what is next up for me? I feel like, well, not next up, but what, like, some positive things for me from this year. Like, I cannot believe that I was in a relationship. Like, my man, my man, I mean, my no, man. we broke up and got back up together and broke up and got back together. And I didn't know if we was going to get to where we are right now. See, so, you know, we just praying to baby Jesus that this is where we supposed to be. But, like, this year I started therapy and that was probably the best thing I ever did. Like, I'm so thankful that my job pays for it. And I'm so thankful that, like, I was open to the opportunity to, like, just be real with myself and, like, really ask myself some tough questions and realize that I don't have to control everything and everything don't got to go my way. And those are two huge things to teach yourself when you've always been the person in control or always been the person with responsibility or always been the person that has had those things put on you it's so hard to one recognize it and then two identify it as negative and then three to work through it and i'm just so thankful that i'm doing the work to be a healed person because i was telling the earlier like i want to be somebody's mama one day and i want to be a healed mom i don't want to be a mom that's putting things on their child that's from their parents like no offense to my parents but like you know i know some of this stuff isn't my stuff like i know some of this stuff is from your bag to overflow and i just don't Mm want to be that type of parent if i can help it and one way i can help it is by addressing my trauma now as a 27 year old that's gonna be 28 next month um on the first shout out to me um but <laughs> yeah sandwich. period big 28 big partying big hair big money big goals big dreams just big that, that's the theme <laughs> of next year big period everything. that's next year is big everything who because year? who wants to be a small fry huh that's your last year no it's not i got 29 i turned 28 i know after ne- i'm saying next year stop counting so fast so now <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on i had to put on my beast of my voice like so now baby boy what are we doing <laughs> okay so, what are some things that you plan on changing for next year? But I feel like that's something we should wait to say, like, yeah. or... We can wait to say that Okay, so let's hold December. that one. So, we're planning out podcasts for y'all. We are. We're Don't not going we nowhere. start and stop. Exactly. We here for yes. y'all with y'all. If y'all have any wine suggestions for us, please let us know. Because this crap that we just Also, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to see some wine content, follow me and my friend Pat yes. on Instagram at Affordable Wine Down. Follow them, follow them, um, follow them. Okay, so current topics. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Yes. This may be controversial, whatever our comments are. We own our comments for ourselves. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is because we're here in Atlanta, is you're going to talk about the shooting that happened between some of the members of the group formerly known as the Migos. So, I mean, because now it's, well, from the last interview that I saw on Drink Champs, it's now Quavo and Takeoff. Yeah. Is a group. And when they were asked um, on Drink Champs, you know, by Noriega, it's like, you know, hey, like, why are y'all not a group anymore? Like, what's going on? Like, just, like, what's up? They said because people wasn't loyal. So if Quavo and Takeoff are the only people together, it has to mean that Quavo's, I'm not Quavo, Offset is the one that's not being born. Well, you know what they say. What they say? Yeah, Offset, um, Sweetie? Sweetie. So he cheated on Cardi and slept with Sweetie? Something like that. I can't remember. Because I'm in the, okay, yeah. well, on the new album, Quavo definitely says that Sweetie had sex with um, one of his homeboys and somebody in his camp. And said, like, if you wanted to, if you wanted to do that, that's all you had to tell me. But anyways, 
I bring this up to talk about the untimely passing of rapper Takeoff. It's really sad. Like when I heard her, I literally woke up and the group chat was going crazy talking about it. Like I didn't even know it had happened. I literally wake up that morning to start my day and that's the first thing I learned about is yeah. that Takeoff was shot um, and he passed away um, at a casino in Houston or something like that. Or no, at, at a, a bowling, bowling alley, in a bowling alley in a casino, my, uh, my bad. And, you know, we just want to send prayers before we get into it. Send prayers to his family and friends, those that love him, that depend on him, that count on him. We know that his loss impacts a lot of people's lives, whether it's um, mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, of course. Um, so, yeah. But, like, I'm really tired of this. Like, I'm really tired of the shootings and the killings and all of these rappers, literally people who are here to, not here to do this thing, but their career and their craft is into making music and they keep dying in ways that just seem so 100% preventable. Like, even if you're going to gamble, like, even if you're going to whatever, whatever, like, I feel like we have to start caring about our lives more. Like, the only reason why we're so quick to shoot each other is because we don't care about the other person's life and that's because we don't care about our life. Like, you can say that I'm doing this because I care about my life. If you cared about your life, you wouldn't take away someone else's so easily. You really, you would think twice about it. Because it's still a life at the end of the day, no matter how mad they made you in that millisecond. Or, I mean, I definitely understand, you know, somebody raped my kids, you know, God forbid I'm killing them. You know, and that definitely means I don't care about my life because now I'm going to be in jail behind bars. But I'm going to do what I got to do. And I, I just, I mean, there's nothing that, I say that, but I also say, you know, you can't really justify killing nobody. But, you know, it's just crazy. I just really wanted to stop. Like, we lost so many people this year off of senseless murders of these young guys that are trying to start their lives and better their lives and put them families and things in position to thrive. And this just has to stop. I think for me, it's very hard for me to grasp all of it because he didn't bother nobody. Right. He was quiet. And then I don't know if what they've been posting on social media is true. Um, and it's full extent about the whole situation. They were shooting dice, is what I saw. Mm. And I didn't watch any videos, by the way. I didn't watch the video because I feel like that's disrespectful. I'll get into why. Mm. I think, my, from my own personal experience, okay. that's why it's disrespectful in a minute. But I was taught somebody shared like a thread of you know what was going on, and apparently they were shooting dice. Quavo got upset because he was losing. He, like, their group, actually, like, their people who they were with started shooting first. Uh-oh. And so other people started shooting, and then in return, that's uh, how take So he got caught in murdered, crossfire. Pretty much. Because they said he was chilling the whole night, just off, just ducked off to himself. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, that's how it is. That's how it always is. Yeah. You know, whenever the person that's innocent is not doing anything, they're always the one that suffers. You yeah. know, Either their life is taken or something bad happens to them when they're not even involved in the situation 100%. You know, it's just kind of like you're guilty by association, but you didn't deserve it. Yeah, but you got to be accountable for your environment. Like, of course, you know, if you're a little kid riding your bike and someone decides to have a drive-by or if you was a kid at the bowling alley and you happen to get shot because you and your parents are walking out the door... Of course, that's not you knowing your environment, but when you know that people around you are going to possibly put your life in danger, you have to be accountable for that. 
and you have to be accountable for the places and spaces that you put yourself in because they're not they're not a CEO who owns a restaurant in Atlanta rich they're super rich yeah. so you can't do regular in my opinion in my humble opinion of not being a celebrity at all I feel as though you cannot act and carry yourself as a regular person because unfortunately just because you are human you are no longer the average Joe right so you can't just be gambling with your friends that don't have it like you and so losing two thousand dollars I don't know how much it was but I'm just throwing out a number so to possibly lose two thousand dollars would mean nothing to you but that could mean everything to them. So you shouldn't even be gambling with them because you're out of their tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? Like I would never gamble with somebody who has way more money than me. Yeah. Never. And by like I want you guys to understand, like we're not talking about takeoff is responsible for No, no. We're talking about no. you know Quavo being very much so aware of the type of environment that he's in and then partaking in the accidents. And we're not blaming here either. Either This is just based off of what we saw. And what we and what our opinions are yeah. what we think would have helped. It's we could totally talk be about wrong. But that's, this is the last book. Let me I mean, just say this too. Ass. This is the last time we're giving a caveat. These are literally just our opinions. A pig is. So like, With a capital O and And we P. can always be wrong. Like We are not stating the facts. We're not reporting. So, if y'all don't like who we got to say, peace and love. And anyways, oh, you're never wrong. Oh my gosh, no, you can. We can be wrong, like. But anyways, like, I mean, it's just how I feel about Chris Brown. Like, yeah. it's like the reason why things keep happening, things kept happening around him is it's your environment. Yeah. Like, I can even say it for myself. I can say it for myself as an example. Like, I can think about the friends that I had and the conversations I had and the drama that I had around me because of that friend group. Because my environment bred drama. It did. It enticed the group. It's what kept the group together. So that's what <laughs> that's what attracted. That's what we attracted. We attracted drama because we walked with drama. We walked with the aura of drama. We were drama. You know what I'm saying? Um, a friend group from college, you know, years ago. But I'm just saying, like, and now, oh lord, y'all, y'all hear Lederick back here? No, you, yes, you're included. But it's, oh hell, but no. we we <laughs> when we identified the problems in our friend group, we changed. Like you can change. Everyone is afforded the opportunity to change. Yes, I feel like true. every human being can change. Period. They may not be perfect, but everybody can change if they want to. I just think you gotta like when you're rich, you just can't do regular stuff no more. Like, yeah, and I had that conversation the other day. I just feel like you know I want to go back to a place where celebrities don't associate with regular regular people. Yes, because and yeah. I'll say this: like I told my students the other day, social media has made people so accessible. Accessible. You feel like you should know every single thing about somebody, and it's like you're forgetting that this person is an individual as well and then some people see it as oh you out and about i can reach out and touch you i can take what i want from you because i see you you know what this and, had, along with social media but before social media was reality tv yes yes and you i want celebrities to get back to a place where they ducked off and they only hang out with each other right 
Like, stop hanging out with people from your old neighborhood because everybody from your old neighborhood is not your fucking friend. And I'm excited to see what you wore to the Golden Globes because I didn't see what you wore Monday through Friday. Right. I never knew what y'all wore until I saw it in a magazine. Now I see what y'all wear every day. Like, that's why I respect Beyonce so much for not doing uh, interviews. Yes, I think, like Oprah said, she said, you took my advice and you took it too far. She's like, no, I... I took it exactly where it needed to go, so where nobody knows about my life unless I want them to know, mm-hmm. or unless something something comes out that I can't control, yes. and then I'm not gonna worry about it too. And I think that's another thing that we all uh, that I've been learning to do better at is like, hey, you can't control everything. You can only control what you can control, and what you can't, let it go. Exactly, because like I just want y'all to know that when, when this uh, podcast take off, and we um. The Breakfast Club and shit like that, and talking and on tour. Y'all motherfuckers not gonna know everything. We're gonna, I'm okay. gonna control the narrative. I don't want y'all to ever feel like, oh yeah, I know the Derek Rayel from Sincerely Being Ray. No, baby, you don't. You got a glimpse. I'm you know sick. what I want you to know. This man is crazy. What other current topics do we have on the? Docket. Um, I would say before we switch, I, I did mention that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, why? Why, why you feel, I feel like, like yeah. this is so disrespectful? Yeah, to watch the video of him. Please, for the love of God, stop posting people's family members dying, dead, whatever the fuck the case may be on social media. Facts. You have. No type of class if you're that type of person to post some shit like that. No decor. Because let me tell you something. It like, you know, one of the like the popular things people talk about is like, for instance, when Kobe Bryant died in the tragic heli- uh, yes. helicopter accident. Yes. The world knew before his family knew. Before his wife knew. The world knew before his children knew. Matter of fact, no, she found out. She found out through her friends through social media and had to go to the fucking hospital for a panic attack or asthma attack, one of them. But she it's it's classless. And for me, like when my freshman year of college, I in Augusta, that's where you guys know that's where I'm from, we have this thing called the jail report. And on the jail report, you know, they post, like, different crimes that happen throughout the city. They post mud shots or whatever. And one day I'm in my dorm, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm scrolling, and I see there was a shooting in uh, the neighborhood that I used to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lived on the other side of town, it was the neighborhood, and it was a shooting. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was just like, you know, this is crazy, like... You know, people stay shooting in Augusta, this, that, and the third. And, like, maybe ten minutes later, my dad calls me. And he tells me that my cousin got shot and killed. Oh, my gosh. However, I had already knew my my cousin was murdered. So, I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way going forward because I always felt like, you should at least let the family know before you post something. The family should be. Oh, so how did you find? How did you know? Because they posted the jail report posted it on Facebook. Ah, and gotcha. so I already knew because it showed his picture. Wow. So they had already did their research and all that before they even told the family. Wow. And then I just feel like you know people are entitled to their opinions. Don't get me wrong because we give our opinions, 
But what I don't like is the criminalization of black men. Mm-hmm. Because my cousin, I knew. Okay, yeah, he may have been wild when we were younger and through high school, but he was changing his life. He was doing what he needed to do to provide for his daughter. He was working. He was about to go into the military. He had all of this going for himself, and it kind of pisses me off, and especially because, like, this Friday will be, what? He died in 2013, so many years back. Almost Eight, nine. Nine years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... You know, it's around the corner from when it happened. And it's just like people were online talking about, well, that's what he deserves for living the life that he lived. And I'm like, you're saying that an 18-year-old deserved to die. Yeah. Because they made bad choices at a certain part in their life. And they had suggestive photos on Facebook. And you don't know the whole story. And it's just like for y'all to sit here. Like, I saw a thumbnail of the video. But for y'all to sit here and post a video of this man lying on the floor mm. at a bowling alley. Yeah. Not knowing that this is going... Nothing ever deletes from the internet. Exactly. Like, I don't know where we got this idea of, oh, if I delete this, it's not going to ever show up again. Exactly. Yeah, everything's in the cloud. So... Yeah, because I saw a clip of a picture, and I was, yeah. mad. I was mad I even saw that. Like, it's to see like, that that's his legs. I'm like, for wow. y'all to sit here and... Yeah. Just posted is disgusting. It is. It is. It is. It it truly, truly, truly is. And we wish them so much love. And hopefully they get down to the bottom of this and get justice for whatever happened. You know, I just don't want the retaliation on the city. Because being in Atlanta, literally, when I found out and I called one of my friends, I was like, yeah, girl, I'm not going downtown this weekend. Because I don't even want to be around anything that could possibly be some crossfire of people being upset about what happened. And, oh, you from Houston? Don't. <laughs> Just because. Like, I don't want to be a part of any type of city-to-city beef or... Because I don't know what happened. And people think, like... And that kind of stuff happens. this big deal, but on the grand scheme of things, this is a big deal. Because Huge. the Migos was popping... When I first went off to college, right? Like my roommate DeAndre used to blast Migos everywhere we went. Hannah Montana was his shit. The Migos came down to Georgia Southern while I was there. They were in my living room. They literally were in my living room one day. Because they're in our age group. I kid y'all not. I literally got. I used to be a custodian at Georgia Southern while I was a student. Ask anybody. And so I got dressed for work. I didn't even know what was happening. I just woke up, got dressed for work, leaving out of my room, going to the living room because my roommate was from Gwinnett. Um, Nefret, she's from Gwinnett. And so she knew somebody affiliated. So I go to my living room. Literally, the Migos are smoking in my living room. I just was like, wow, I have on these ugly, dicky outfits about to go wash some toilets and the Migos is in my living room like I was so I wish I would have called a sick or something like that could have been an epic story I would have had for y'all so I'm sorry but yeah like it's huge things for sure um make sure y'all vote like I don't know I don't know I don't care you know what you deem yourself Democrat Republican undecided independent no party I got a party tea party want to party all night long vote okay <laughs> because it's important it's important like they literally are doing and they i'm speaking about people who don't 
um, want justice in any part of this life of being an American are stopping black people from voting. Yeah. So take this time. Early voting is still going. Like, go vote. Mm -hmm. It takes less than a couple of seconds. If you're standing in line, it's worth it. People literally died for us to have this right. People sacrificed their life for us to have this right. That's how important it is to vote. It's not about that they sacrificed and they died so you should vote. It's about that they were willing to sacrifice their life for this right. Right. So that that should tell you right there how important it is that we even have this right. Yeah, like I went to vote on Saturday. So exercise it, yeah. There was no line. Mm-hmm. I was literally in and out within like five minutes. If you don't know where to find where to vote, go to Stacey Abrams on Instagram. Go to mm-hmm. her Instagram, and it's going to show you exactly where all the places are in Atlanta for you to vote. Even Raphael Warnock's Instagram, yeah. it will tell you. He has a link on his web on his Instagram. It'll tell you where to vote. It'll tell you if you're registered to vote. I mean, granted, at this what? time, it's kind of too late to register When you to listen vote, to this, we're going to have it posted, too. So make sure y'all yes. know where to vote. It's going to be in our Instagram. So y'all going to know where to go vote. Go exercise your right to vote. You yes. have a choice in how your city is ran. Yes. You have a voice in how your city is protected and governed. So use your voice. So what's going on in pop culture? Like, what are you watching on TV these days, Lederick? I've been watching This Is Us, and I know I'm behind, but I'm still crying every single episode. Like, the way the show is, it's just like, I never thought a show like this would ever exist and show black people in this light. It's just, ooh, I mean, I love the other characters in their various races, but the black couple of Randall and, um, and, um, dang, what's his wife's name? I'm talking all of this, and I don't even remember his wife. Uh, Rebecca, is it's insane. It's insane. I love it. What um, are you watching? Though? I have been watching. It just ended. I think last week. Um, the patient with Ben Carroll. Oh, how is that? Is it Ben Carroll? Steve Carroll. Steve Carroll. Steve Carroll. Sorry. Uh, I've been watching that, and it's really good. So it's about a therapist who is Steve Carroll. He gets kidnapped by his patient, who mm. is a serial killer, Woo. and he navigates through giving his patient advice on how to proceed in life without killing someone. Wow. And the season finale was, I want to say last week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was good? It was unexpected. Mm. Y'all watch Game of Thrones? You watch Game of Thrones? Wow. Did you watch... Raising Canaan. Okay. Do you watch um, the Great British Baking Show? What do you watch? What do you watch? Do you watch um, <laughs> what is it? The Bling Show, the Asian Dynasty Show. Do you watch no. that? Okay. What do you watch? I really don't watch TV like Other that. The Empire Glam Empire. Stuff. You don't watch TV like Bling Empire. That's what's called. I really don't necessarily. Mm. If I told y'all what I watch every day, y'all would be like, "What do you, what do you watch every day?" <laughs> Oh, this Grey's Anatomy new season is amazing. I literally come home and I just be chilling. And so I'll be watching um, Paternity Court on YouTube. Wow. <laughs> Ashley watches that every day. Every so, day. you know, there's that. But, yeah. Wow. Well, hmm. She sounds so disappointed. 
I'm just it was like a, wow of judgment. Like really? no, it wasn't. <laughs> I literally was just thinking like, what? How do you know about like what's going on in the world if you don't Twitter. watch TV? Ah, see, I don't I'm have on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, see, I don't have Twitter. And then you know when you're a and teacher, you always know what's going on. So oh yeah, the kids keep you hip. They do. What's the latest thing that the kids told you something about? Uh, right now I'm a trending topic to them. Why? <laughs> so. <laughs> what? You know, my kids have been trying to figure out my sexuality, and like I'm not the type of teacher to like. Oh. I feel like I should share certain things. Like I'm old school in a way, yeah. so like a lot of stuff I keep to myself. And you know, one of my students were like, you know, there's a rumor going around at eighth grade that you're gay, and I'm like, oh really? Really? That's interesting. All right, turn your pages to 46. <laughs> We're going to be talking about scientific notation. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I just don't give a fuck. We had a but. teacher like that, too, in high school. Like, she would never say, like, you would ask, you could ask her straight up. And she would be like, why are you worried about my personal life? Like, what mm-hmm. is your grade in this class? Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> that is literally me. That is so good that you, like, don't feel like that you need to tell them. No. Like you don't have to answer to any. You don't have to answer to anyone, honestly. Mm-mm. Like if someone asked you, like on the street, would you respond? No. Okay. Because I'd be like, why? Yeah. Are you? Ooh. That's I always think that's my good. go-to. That's I all. Like I've even asked them. And they're like, like I had one boy do like, you know, are you with the brokerist thing? And I'm ah! like, no, are you? Why? Right. Why you? Why you worry about me? Right. Like I'm a grown man. Go about your business. But it's so interesting how, like, as kids, you're fascinated with your teacher because they're the they're the new adult that you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you know your parents and you know your grandparents and your aunts and uncles, but, like, this is the adult that you see at this time. Mm-hmm. And because you, so most kids naturally fall in love with their teachers, it's like you want to know everything about them. Now you want to mm-hmm. know about their personal life. And like you were saying <coughs> earlier, Listen. social media has made it to where you feel like you deserve to know. Y'all their personal life. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but... Your kids find you on social media? No. Thank oh. God they have not found me yet. Ooh. But they will before the end of the year. They always do. That's why I always change my Instagram name. Wow. But, um, I know some teachers that let their kids students follow them. I don't want them to follow me. Like That's fair. I'm at a point now where I don't care. Um, but at the same point in time, it's like, ill. Um, <laughs> what I will say is this generation, like, I've been trying to figure out what it is, like what's going on with this generation that they feel so entitled to know everything going on with their teachers. Mm. Like, you know, there is no level of respect. And then I thought about it. Like I had one boy tell me, yeah, my mom was born in 1990 and he's in eighth grade. Wow. And I said, wait a minute, what? He was like, yeah, what's wrong with that? I can't have a young mom. I said, no, no pressure. Like, right. ooh, your mom was born in 1990. Right. However, I was born in 95. Right. And I had one kid tell me his mom was born in 94. And I said, what the fuck is going on with your <laughs> fact that your mom had you when well, we were in middle school? Not, no, because, well, how old, wait, how old are they in your class? In eighth grade, you're like 13, 14 oh, years never old. Mind, never mind, never mind. We were in middle school. Hey, I knew some girls when I was in middle school that had kids. I knew a lot of girls who lied, but I knew two girls, and it actually was true, that they had kids when they was in middle school. They had their kids, like, in sixth or seventh grade. 
It was crazy. And when I think back about those girls, they were built like grown women. They didn't have a body of the average middle schooler. Like, they didn't look like me. They were developed women. And it's probably because they had had a child, mm-hmm. you know, that definitely probably bumps up your, your puberty and everything. But um, they didn't look like me at all. Like, I was skin and bones. And they were body yaddy yaddy. And they was tall. It's like, I remember a girl um, that I went to high school with, she had had sex with Future while we was in high school. That's all facts. I'm not, I'm, I don't got to lie about nothing. And we was in high school. I think we were like junior, senior year. And she she looked legit. She looked like a grown woman. Mm. Not That's not, none of that is okay at all, period. But she did look grown. I remember a girl, I was in high school. She um, ran away from home and had sex with a janitor. And was at school living with the janitor. Mm-hmm. And got caught after the third day. I'm like, bro, like, she, you're the janitor at the school, bro. Like, <laughs> what? What? I will say the janitor was fine. None of this is okay. I'm not okay in any of this. The janitor was fine. But I'm just like, yo, you was raping this little girl. This is crazy. Like, and it, it's crazy how, how normal certain things are in a society. And it's scary to be a person without kids that wants to have kids to be in this world and to still want to bring kids them. Like, like I'm gonna be, I, I I say this jokingly but slash serious. Like I just feel like I'm gonna be an overprotective mom. Like like I, I I want I would be 100% okay with being the house that kids came to. Yeah. Like all the kids can come over. Y'all can spend the night. Like you can your friends. Y'all can come here. My kids can go. But y'all can't go over there. But they can all come here. That's no problem. That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing but a thing. But it's just like, oh my gosh, like, wow. This world is just scary, man. It's scary. And I just wish that we were more of a community of people who cared about each other than just bunch of individuals on the planet trying to figure out their own separate lives that is true like we don't live our lives as a community like we live our lives as oh i gotta get mine i gotta worry about me i'm minding my business i'm not caring about nobody else like what happened to like seeing somebody struggling and helping them like not even just financially like just helping somebody separate the buggy so they can go into walmart mm-hmm. not just being like oh girl i hope you figure it out and walking in or seeing that somebody trying to reach something they can't reach or seeing that somebody's having trouble explaining themselves and you can help and like everybody's just worried about themselves or de-escalating a situation that you probably could or anything you know yeah it's just so sad to see what I feel like God created us to be and what we've become that's true that's very true because we're too smart and too unique and too um, resourceful and resilient like just as a people to 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 do the things that we do yeah like no one takes the time to create people for us to amount to nothing or for us to act as though we already amount to nothing there's no way that God designed people and then wanted us to hate ourselves there's no way not the God that I serve. There's no way he would want that. But it's been great talking to y'all. It sure has. Because I forgot what we was talking about. <laughs> it's the wine for me. Uh.
バイバイ。